What's up, you guys? We're so happy you're here to listen to us today. This is Leah and Brittany. You know the vibes. This is a mindful podcast. We got a little bit of humor and gossip thrown in here, and we are so excited for you to listen to this episode today. This is our first podcast episode. I'm Leah, and we have Brittany sitting right next to me. This is You Know the Vibes. We are a mindful podcast with a little bit of humor and gossip thrown in. We are so excited to have you here. We're going to kick off this first episode with a little bit of an introduction of the two of us, who we are, why we're here, and what you can expect out of us. And we're going to go straight into it with Brittany giving you your astrology chart reading for the week and what you can expect with that. The beginning of the week will be restless, kind of full of irritability, maybe. So try and cultivate some consistency and maybe some discipline somewhere. And then at the end of the week, Pallas enters into Pisces. And so that's a good time to heal. So, you know, spend some time meditating. So just anything healing inside because it's a great time in the stars. So we're going to have a rough time. At the beginning. At the beginning of March. <laughs> so be ready for that, you guys. What can we expect, you know, with 2020? Yeah. So right at right on time, year anniversary of when our country went into lockdown. Really, the world went yeah. into a lockdown. So some hard, difficult feelings might be coming up. So take this time to maybe look inward a little look bit. Inward. <laughs> yes. Some of us struggle with that. So we can all work on it together. Something I definitely need to work on, actually. <laughs> Looking inward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you guys. Um, my name is Leah. Just to give you a little bit of background on myself, I got a lot to talk about all the time, but it doesn't always make a whole lot of sense. Uh, we're starting this podcast because Brittany and I both are the same. We just chit-chat, gossip all day long, talk about a lot of crazy shit, soulful things, mindful things, but also some, you know, conspiracies thrown in there. So we wanted to start this podcast so that you guys can listen to our uh, mindless banter. There we go. Right? I think we all have a friend that like you have multiple conversations going. You have Instagram, on Twitter, on, you know, just texting. It's just like a nonstop flow of consciousness. Yeah. We just why not figure why not record it yes exactly yeah <laughs> so Brittany and I met uh was that like 2018 2000 was I think it was 17 okay like the yeah. end of 2017 yes yes we yes. met like um, October ish yeah we met in Atlanta uh I just like walked into a gym one day <laughs> So let me let me give you some background, actually. So, you know, Leah is big on Instagram. And when I first started CrossFit in 2015, I think, um, one of my friends suggested, oh, follow this girl, Leah Cassiano. And I was like, all right. And she was the first CrossFit girl that I followed. <laughs> Back and when I used to post, like, all my workouts and stuff. Yeah, totally. And so I was just, like, already just, like, in awe of Leah. And then – one day she fucking walks in to <laughs> the CrossFit gym and bitch, like I'm a, I'm a shy person. And so I was just in my head, like, Oh my God, it's Leah. Oh my God. <laughs> like I have been following this girl for, but you know, I kept it all inside and yeah. I was just like, Calm, cool, collected on the outside. Yeah. Like, please talk to me. Please, God, talk to me. <laughs> Didn't we all go to lunch? Was it that first day or maybe like just the it first couple times? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we... like our whole little crew went to lunch mm-hmm. and Brittany went. And I think you sat like across from me, but we didn't really talk yes. at all. <laughs> um, I was in like a really weird place in my life. I just moved back to Atlanta after not living there for almost 10 years. So I like, I was just sitting with my, my sisters are mutual friend she's my friend but she's Brittany's friend too (laughs) and that's why we were all like at lunch together totally and then I actually remember we didn't we still didn't really talk a whole lot even though we were all training together at the same times it was like the little barbell crew and then this one day I was helping this this specific CrossFit gym run their Instagram account and I had posted a photo of me Brittany and my sister just like you know to highlight the lifters at the gym and Brittany was wearing a specific shirt that caused a little bit of drama with an ex and the ex's boo. And this person started attacking the Instagram account, like the gym's Instagram account and this photo. 
And remember, like, I didn't really know Brittany that well. And we didn't really speak much. And my sister and I are just the type of people that, you know, we don't take no bullshit. And this woman was attacking Brittany on this public Instagram page. And me and my sister just went in. We just went in defending Brittany and just going so fucking hard. And the three of us have been best friends ever since. Yeah. Yeah. And not to say maybe I didn't deserve some of it. Absolutely. Some of the hate from the the woman. Yes. Eventually we'll get into that. Um, So, you know, you have to stay tuned. But 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 Amber and I asked no questions. Literally. It was like, how dare you come on a a, a professional gym's Instagram page with your petty drama? Like, Girl, <laughs> get well, it together. Yeah. Um, well, we were in the photo with you, so yes, we felt like personal, yes. personally responsible to help defend this situation, yes. and we just went in. Yeah. And luckily, Leo was running the, the account. Instagram yeah, page yeah. Because if it would have, if it was like the it gym owners, it been oh my god, it would have been just so Awkward. weird, and I would have yeah. never been able to show my face again. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, we just, we asked no questions. We just yeah. defended Brittany. Yeah, and from then on, it's We've just been, been like, like, no one gets in between us. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's Brittany and I's, like, how we started becoming friends. Yes. So, Leah, who are you? Let's, who am let, I? I think, who am I? You know, who are you? I don't know. Who am I? <laughs> My name is Leah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm pretty well known in the fitness space. I've just always been an athlete and my Instagram, um, kind of like most people, like used Instagram to kind of highlight that stuff. And so I got decently well known. I don't try to act like I'm anyone that I'm not, but decently well known on Instagram from that. I get got in like pretty early on like the virtual coaching pre COVID pre pandemic. I was already doing that. And um, so I just, I run, you know, a fitness and nutrition business online, but I also am, you know, a few years ago tapped a little bit into that influencer world before influencing was a thing. I remember, so I used to, I also used to live in Puerto Rico. I'm sure at some point we'll talk like pretty deeply about that, but I lived in Puerto Rico for close to six years. And that's like when I started Instagram um, back when the app was created and I learned pretty quickly that, or like, you know, experienced pretty quickly that companies were sending me products because I would post about it online. And maybe after a year of just like, you know, blindly and freely sharing companies and their products, I learned that I could be paid for it. Heck yeah. And I don't know if like other people were getting paid for it yet at that point. I just, I don't know when and how it was that I figured it out. And maybe even was a company that offered me like, hey, how much do you charge? And I was like, oh. Like I can a charge? Light, yeah, <laughs> like a light bulb turned off. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, um, I will take this much. Thank you. <laughs> and I will post your photo online. And so I think, you know, and I've talked to a good bit of people. I talk to companies even about this all the time that I – I'm in a unique space where I'm an athlete and an influencer, where a lot of times people get pigeonholed into one, whereas an athlete maybe has sponsors, like companies that sponsor them as an athlete. And in turn, they just share about that product. And then, of course, you have influencers that just share about products, but they maybe aren't athletes or like influencing or whatever. Marketing promotions is their full-time gig. So I do both. So that's what I do. Um, it pays the bills. It pays very great. Yeah, it pays all the bills. I'm able to live my life, you know, in a very, very non-traditional way. Very different from you, Brittany, who works in in corporate America. Um, But I've kind of always had very traditional routes that I've taken. Um, So it's normal to me. Yeah, it's normal to me to live this life. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, but with that, because of that, I've I interact and have interacted with so many different types of people, people in different realms, just of the world and different industries. And I've seen a lot and I've done a lot. And so that's why I got a lot of shit to say all the time. (laughs) I got a lot of opinions, you know? (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. That's That's me. (laughs) Okay. So me, my name is Brittany. Like Leah said, I'm in corporate America. I am a certified yoga teacher. I'm starting to get my feet wet in that 
small niche industry. Well, I guess it's it's huge, actually. Yeah, it's what massive. am I talking about? But for me, it feels like just like a small cog in this yeah huge life that is just full of anything and everything. I have an 85 pound collie. So if you just imagine Lassie, that's basically him. Mm-hmm. I live alone in Denver, moved from Atlanta in 2019. And, you know, I'm just starting to finally build my confidence, believe in myself. And like we were talking about, I've been going inward a lot. I've been really looking at the things that I've chose to ignore for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just made me start growing as a person. And, you know, I would have never had the confidence to do a podcast like this with such an amazing woman. I would have been like, who am I? <laughs> what do I have to say? But you know, now I'm starting to to change in that aspect. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that Leah approached me. I'm yeah. just super excited about where this goes. Yeah. We're yeah. so excited. Yeah. We were just going to talk about today a little with you guys so that you can know one of the things that Brittany and I always connect on is Enneagrams. Oh, yeah. And we probably could have a whole podcast just dedicated to Enneagrams, but there's a lot out there already that you guys can listen to of people that have a lot more time to dive into it than we yes, do. Yes. But we did want to talk to you guys about um, Brittany and I so that you can know who we are and you can, you know, decide if you want to keep listening to us or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. why wouldn't you? But um, so, well, and even with astrology, because we did do a very quick astrology reading. Um, so maybe we should start with that and not okay. Enneagrams. Yeah, yeah. So Brittany and I are both Pisces. Yeah. But we are very different Pisces. We're very different Pisces. I'm a February Pisces. <laughs> Brittany is a March Pisces. And those of you that know that are part of a sign that is in between months know that there is absolutely a difference. Absolutely. March Pisces are not the same as February Pisces. Yeah. Some would say March Pisces are not real Pisces, <laughs> but that's a topic for another day. See, I feel like February <laughs> Pisces, I'm like, mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is we both also have Scorpio in our charts, yes. but they're different in our charts yes. where mine is, this, I'm a Scorpio rising. Yeah. And I'm a moon. And Brittany is a Scorpio moon. Um, you guys can do with that. As what you, what yeah, you want. Yeah. Whatever you want to do with that. But it's very interesting to both of us that we are we both have Scorpio and Pisces in our charts. Yeah, in the big three. And so, of course, the, it's so powerful in our lives, so prominent in our lives, yeah. our Pisces slash Scorpio-ness. So basically what happens is Brittany and I both can relate to sadness, like deep, deep sadness. But we also can relate to real deep pettiness. Yeah. <laughs> pettiness, <laughs> revenge. Uh, Holding grudges, but then also still getting really sad about it. Yes, yes. (laughs) And and I feel like what has been so bizarre about, like, our friendship over the years is how we talk about things and we're like, wait, I went through the exact same thing. Same, same, but different. Yep. And it has just been, like, so bizarre. It's so helpful, though. It's so helpful. It's so helpful to have a friend that feels the way you do, thinks the way you do, and has done a lot of the same things as you do, and they're just like, no judgment. No I can judgment. share some petty ass shit with Brittany <laughs> and she'll just laugh and talk about it. And like, that's yeah, that. It's, it's just, a, I'm like, I see that as normal. <laughs> Whereas maybe other people, yeah. what happened? I made a comment last night about, oh, we made a comment last night about like a hypothetical situation of a guy going on a group dinner date and leaving his girlfriend at home. And we were, you know, hypothetically speaking, as if we were the girlfriend, like, bitch, no, the fuck you're not going to a co-ed group dinner date without me. Yes. And Brittany made a comment that our mutual friend, like, would have not had that conversation the same as us because she would have thought that was bizarre to even assume that this fake woman in our story would be upset (laughs) over her boyfriend going to a co-ed group dinner. But, you know, Brittany and I are like, nah, man. Yes. Okay. So let's let's get into this a little bit. I met these two guys at the dog park. One of them is like a 60 year old man from Boston. And then the other one is a younger, very attractive guy with a lovely dog and our dogs love each other. And they invited, they go to dinner every week. They invited me to their dog park dinner. 
And I was talking to Leah. I was like, I have no idea if this guy is single or not. Like, I don't have his number or anything like that. But of course, as a Pisces, yeah, I go into it like romanticizing. Oh my God. He's going to be my husband. <laughs> We're going to get married after this dinner. And our dogs love each other. And so I just know it will be easy. You know, there I go with my romanticizing. So I was like, Leah, I have no idea if he's single or anything like that. I need to like calm down. Yeah. And she was like, Imagine if he wasn't single. Imagine this Imagine going home and being like, hey, babe. So, you know, my Friday night dinners, you know, my new friends at the dog park, Larry and Brittany, you know, you know, babe, Larry, the old guy, you know, you know, we're imagining this conversation realistically, obviously. Yes. And, you know, just telling like, hey, babe, I'm so we're going to go to dinner and Brittany's going to be there. Who the fuck is Brittany? <laughs> Right? Like, normal people would be like, no, absolutely not. I'm either going with you or you're not going. Like, you're not just going to go to this chill dinner with Larry and Brittany. I'm yes. sorry, uh, but Bruce no. Chris. No! Chris. Yeah, no way. If he can't handle having that conversation with his girlfriend that's on, you don't even Which think I about it. Which I want to be that I way so to. badly. Uh, yeah. I respect that. I love that. I, love I envy that. I, I'm always I like, love no. people that <laughs> can just say, like, yeah, what? No, you're an adult. You can go to dinner. It is fine. Your partner should know and love and trust you that you can just go to a regular ass dinner with the opposite sex. Yeah. And hey, I'm working on it, but <laughs> I'm not there. No. I mean, no. I, so, you know, I just got out of a relationship a month mm -hmm. ago. Um, and I feel like it would have been very different if he just had no desire to go out to dinner yeah. with somebody I feel like Ever. he would have been okay with it. Yes. But even, but you would have been like, bitch, what? I would have been like, you're not you don't going even... to dinner with these people you met at the dog park. You're like, you don't even like to go to dinner with me. So yeah. like, how are you going to go to dinner with another woman? What? You know, like. Yeah, no way. Like I would have, my overthinking mind, my, you know, some say it's a trauma response of just like all of that. So maybe I need to dive deeper into that in therapy. But you know, one day, one day at a time. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I'm a little bit more chill in that regard. Like Mark definitely has gone to co-ed group dinners with his clients. Yeah. Uh, or not actually, no, not dinners. He's done lunches, which is a little, a different. little different. It's way more casual. Yeah. I think so. Here's where I'm at. Your your dog park dinner date is just three of you. Yes. So that's a lot more intimate. Like Mark has gone, he goes out with his clients and there's like six to eight of them. Totally. So that's a lot more like, okay, no, yeah, it's a big group. Absolutely. You know? But now that I'm thinking about it, if he was like, hey, I'm going to go to dinner with, I don't know his client's names. Yeah. Like, say like Martha, Martha and David. Yes. So there's, you know, one of the opposite sex and one of the same sex. But, like, you're not invited. I'd be like, no. <laughs> no. Sorry. You can't come. No. Or it would be, okay, well, Brittany and I are going to go to the to dinner, too, and we just happen to also going to the same place as you, so um, maybe it can be a party. <laughs> That's some shit I would do. Right, right. But like, well, fine. Brittany and I are going to just go get dinner. Totally. And I, then just show up at the restaurant yeah. and be like, wow, funny seeing you here. I feel like I haven't even I haven't been in that type of situation in, in I ha I yeah in it's over like not. three or four <laughs> years. And so I have at this point, I would love to think I would act in such a mature way. But you know, once you get in that moment uh -huh. and the and the temper start and they're just you feel like they're keeping something from you. But that's what I was gonna ask. Do we think it's a the Pisces in us, but also the Scorpio in us. Is it an insecurity thing? Is it a distrustful thing? Or is it more of a why am I being left out thing? Because I think for me, it's a why am I being left out? Yeah. Like it's what? that like, why was I not your first invite? Yes. Or like, why, <laughs> why do you want to go out with yes. these people and they don't want me there? Yes. But then that spirals to, well, what are you going to be talking about that you don't want me to hear? There you go. Then that spirals yes. to, or maybe is there someone that works at that restaurant that you want to like, you know, be a little flirty with the bartender or something? <laughs> it can go anywhere. Right? Yeah. And that's when it spirals. I gotcha. People I gotcha. are going to stop tuning in now at this point because they're going to be like, like, oh, these, these bitches are, bitches, are crazy. These, but okay, wait, what is that 
hot to crazy ratio. Like, what is that called? I don't know. Oh my god, there's there's a YouTube video. Of this guy well, like the hotter it. you are, the crazier the, you are. Yeah, or like the crazier you are, like the hotter you are as well. Or okay, you know, okay. There's something I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but it's it's like this guy in front of a whiteboard. Uh, and he's just explaining. It's like a graph. It's like okay. this is the crazy yeah. on the left, on going up, and then this is the hotness going across. Okay, and, and it's so like a straight diagonal. It's a straight diagonal. All like right. the correlation. If we find it, we'll link it in the description. Yes, and Brittany will yeah, look for it's it. Super easy. Um, That's just, hilarious. Just a funny thing. Okay, which, so know, mine's maybe you know. <laughs> I'm up there. I'm up there. <laughs> you know, am I, I hot like... because I'm crazy or am I crazy because I'm hot? Hmm. What came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Maybe that that's a poll. Let us know. Yes. So I feel like my I I hide my crazy a lot. Um, I don't. I fully embrace yeah. it. Maybe that's be, you know, turning 30. I'm almost 31. Yeah. Maybe I'm just at that point, you know, where they say like, oh, once you turn 30, you don't give a shit anymore. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. Like, I don't hide my crazy okay. at all. Okay. I let people know. Yeah. So I'm just like so, so in my head about, okay, I can't let this person know how crazy I am. <laughs> yeah. And so I keep it all inside and it, you know, ruminates in a different way. And so I feel like I have no idea who, like, who I am in the dating world right now. Mm. And that's been, like, such a, a fun but also stressful part of figuring out getting back into dating. Because I'm also yeah. the type of Pisces that I fucking love love. I've loved love my entire life. Yeah. I've wanted love. Yeah. I've wanted passion. I've wanted all of these things. But then I also... My fourness, my Enneagram four comes out where, which we'll talk about yes, a little bit, where I compare it, to, like I compare, like okay, how how does this person compare to my ex, or mm. or like if I'm fifty years from now, like will is this what I want, you know? And yeah. they could be great in so many aspects, but I'll find that one or two things that I just cannot stand, and I will hone in. That's funny, yeah. I don't think maybe that's the difference of the February, March Pisces. I don't know if I've ever romanticized love. Yeah. <laughs> and when we talk, I see it all the yeah. time. Like we were talking um, about like our ideal relationships almost. And yeah. And what did you say? Like I said, I just, <laughs> I really want a companion that I love to be around, love to talk to, love to hang out with. But we also, more or less leave each other alone. Yeah. And, and I, I'd say Mark and I are, are like that. It definitely, definitely was a lot of growing pains. Yes. Um, because Mark's love language is quality time and communication. So like he loves to be with me at all times. Yeah. Um, so it took a little bit of us learning one another, but now he understands that I don't always want to be around him. Yeah. Or just and, or people. people. Not yeah, not people him. In general. People. You need you But need. I like to know that he's like on the couch next to me. And if I want to start talking jabber jabbing, I can. Yeah, and he'll absolutely. just like listen. Yeah. Absolutely. But like you want someone that you do absolutely everything with. I want to melt into one human. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. That is hilarious. So I think yeah. this is a great segue into like the differences between, so Leah's an Enneagram three yeah. and I'm a four. Shout out to my threes. I struggle with you. I know what it's like. <laughs> You're not alone. So like some of the biggest similarities are we share concern for approval and recognition in different ways. Um, we feel threes and fours. Threes and these fours. Are, okay. These yes. are our similarities. Yes. Um, and then we feel the need to maintain our image mm -hmm. and we're both intense, creative and inventive yeah. um, in all that we do. But then one of the biggest difference where say you're mistyping as a three or a four, the biggest difference is your relationship with your emotional life. Mm. Not everyone knows what Enneagram is. Yes, totally. Um, the Enneagram is, it's nine 
personality types or nine different types of people. I shouldn't even say personality types. There's nine different types of people. Someone at some point, I'm sure Brittany knows the history, decided that all human beings fall somewhere on the spectrum of one through nine. Yeah. And they all can, of course, relate to each in some capacity, big or small. But you, but everyone has one that they are predominantly the most attracted to or, or you know, align with. Yes. Whereas if you know what Myers-Briggs is, Myers-Briggs is the 16 personality types. And that is strictly based off personalities. So that can change throughout your life. You know, as you grow, as you evolve, as you learn more about yourself, you know, we all go through different phases of different types of personalities. Enneagram is, is who you are to the core. It's how you're made. It's how you are structured and how you are from birth to death. Yeah. Right? It's very motivation-based. So a lot of times you won't... Eat- you react to things in such a quick way that you don't even realize that you're reacting in a certain way. Yes. Um, yeah. Because it's that just split second. It's just that knee jerk reaction of how you are. Yes. Whereas, and you know, we do talk about astrology, but we all also, we're just going to go ahead and say, and put it out there. We know astrology is a little silly. That's more just based off of you know, the time of the year you were born. And so people just naturally are very similar because they're born in the same seasons. That astrology, just to be real serious about it, is never an excuse to be a certain way. Yes. It's not, you know, it's it's funny to say like, oh, I'm crying because I'm a Pisces, but that's not, we know and understand. We just want to let all the listeners know. We know that that's not real. However, Enneagram we both believe, who knows, maybe it's a sham, but we both believe that it's actually the best and most authentic way to learn more about who you are, but also about who the people are in your life. Yeah. So yeah. it's a good way to cultivate compassion for yourself and for others. I ca- yeah. I like to call the um, Enneagram a mirror for your blind spots. Mm, that's um, good. Because a lot of times I'll be reading and I'll be like, I do this. I I can't tell you how much I do this. It is just so ingrained. And so But you never realize it's yeah, something you do. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Especially like when it comes to like my emotional landscape. So back to threes and the fours. So threes are kind of like the worker bees. So if you know Leah, especially in her in her personal life, if you know Leah outside of Instagram, of who she is on Instagram, you know that she's a hard worker. She works 24-7 towards mm-hmm. something, towards some bigger goal. And yeah. threes are part of the heart triad. So threes believe that they will receive love from the successes that yes. they it Yeah. Exhibit. And even like even more simpler than that threes. And it's funny because I didn't know that I was this way and I didn't know a lot of stress came to me in this capacity until Brittany helps me realize that I feel that I am not contributing enough to myself or to society based off of my productivity. So I have a really, really hard time of having a day of doing nothing Yeah, because I feel like, and it's funny because I don't feel this way about other people. Like I don't judge other people. It's strictly myself. I feel like that I could and should always be doing more. Yeah. In in any capacity, not just work, yeah. but just in general. Towards something. Yeah. And even so, if it's like cleaning my house. Yes. So for me, I am that way, but if my mood just flips, I will stop and look at my whatever emotion I'm dealing with and I have before I can get back to being a productive member of society, I have to look at this emotion, figure out why I'm feeling it, find the deeper meaning before yeah. I can be a productive citizen. So is that citizen. the four that'll overtake your three? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. Absolutely. So I need to tap into my four okay. and be like, bitch, yeah. sit down. It's like, why am I feeling this Just way? Just take a like, fucking break. It's like, what is that guy, that Instagram guy's name? Oh, I should have looked it up. Where he's the one like, we love? Yes. He's like, uh, there, Guys, there is this guy who makes these wonderful <laughs> reels. Brittany's going to try to find him right now so that you can look up his reels. And he made the perfect video where he said, uh, hey, you, you're doing great, you're amazing. And then the response, you know, is, but I haven't done anything. 
He said, yeah, but just living and existing is enough. You're wonderful. And Brittany sent it to me and it was really wonderful. Yes. And he had another one where he was, I know I'm going to find it, where he was basically like, whenever you're feeling some type of way, his name is Sky McKee. Sky McKee. Um, you guys should find him on Instagram. He makes really great little yes, motivational videos. Yes, he's great. Gosh, the quick, like, couple time. second videos that are really easy to watch. Yes. Because so like, <laughs> our attention feeling, spans are too small. <laughs> they're the perfect thing. Anytime yeah. you're feeling like you're not good enough, but why? Like, always saying, but why? But why? And you'll find the deeper meaning eventually. Right. Um, yeah, you'll eventually find why you feel like you have to do more all the time. Yes, why are you not comfortable? I'm with not it? there yet. We're working on it. <laughs> why? We're working are you not on it. Comfortable, you know, yeah. just sitting on the couch doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. When you've worked so hard the rest of the day or the the prior day or whatever, right. you've not taken a break in 2 weeks. Um, why? Why do you feel that way? You know, just like the yeah. deeper the deeper and I love to do that. I love it. Um, like, <laughs> Wait, you love to sit around or you love no, to figure out why? I love the but why? <laughs> uh, but why? Like I feel like I'm constantly like, yeah. okay, why is this coming up? Why? Yeah, yeah. And I'm and then I'll sit down and I'll be like, okay, but why? You know, and and do like, you know what's so, so excited? Do you know what's so funny about that? Like as you're saying it, I'm realizing about myself. So I actually am a how it works type of person. Okay. Um, my older sister, Amber, and I talk about this all the time. Uh, I train her. I do her programming for her for the gym. And she's one of those people who will say, okay, I want to make my butt bigger and I'll give her workouts. And she doesn't care why or how it works. She just will do it. Whereas I would ask, like if I had a trainer giving me workouts to grow my butt, I'd be like, okay, but why is it that this movement is going to grow my butt and not this movement? And it's not that I'm questioning the trainers that I just legitimately want to know why, like what's the science behind it? What's the, like, what is it about the mechanics that will make my butt grow? Right. Totally. For that example. Yeah. But when it comes to like feelings or emotions, I never ask the why or like why. try to figure out how it's working. I just am like, Meh. yeah, this is how I feel. <laughs> and nothing and I wonder, I wonder why that is. Maybe it's just cause I don't want to deal with the answer. So I just don't. Yeah. Cause it, it a lot of, a lot times, of times it's like some shit, yes. some shit you got to yes. work through. And I'm yes. like, nah, like, ah, I'll deal with that later. Nah. I can put that on the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, so I feel like that is, you know, we, we are both two numbers that are side by side so mm -hmm. we can relate on so much, but because our, to our core, to our essence, deep down who we are is different. Yeah. We also help each other see a different side gaps. of it. Yeah. yeah. So like, for instance, for me, sometimes when I'm like sad or like complaining or whatever, I don't want to find the solution of like what I can do tomorrow mm -hmm. to not feel like that anymore. I'm more like, no, like I just need to talk about, I just need, I don't need a solution right yeah. now. And that was like a big thing, like that I had to teach my mom. You can take a test um, we'll put a link in the description on how to take the, you know, just a quick little online test to figure out what your Enneagram is. But be aware that it's only 80% accurate. So you have to read more into it. And if you don't resonate with the one that they say is you, you can look at like what the second highest option is yeah. and see if that was better. Because sometimes you'll answer the questions a little weird. But yeah, Brittany was about to say you shouldn't ever like diagnose yeah. <laughs> someone as a certain Enneagram number just based off of how you think they are. Because you have to remember people are always going to give you a different perception of who they are. You're never going to know who someone truly, truly is. So it's impossible. unless they tell you. So you can't you can't guess yeah. the Enneagram it's of someone else. It's impossible to know somebody's motivations deep down to their core. Because sometimes they don't even know they what their motivations are. Yes. So yes. yeah. But you think yes. your mom is a six. I think and it's mom your mom, so it's okay and, to like yeah. pretend what she is. And my if whole, it helps your relationship with her, you know. My whole life I have been dramatic. I have been expressive. I have worn my heart on my sleeve. And she cannot compre comprehend it. Yeah. And so she'll always be like, Why do you feel this way? Don't feel this way. You know, and just yeah. like I can turn it off. Why can't you turn it off? Mm. You know? And so it took, I, can, I could just can't. Yes. <laughs> it took such a long time. You know, it kind of like fostered this idea of 
my emotions are wrong for a long time through my life of like my emotions. I just need to stifle them because they get in the fucking way, Mm. which can be true. They definitely do. But now I'm starting to realize that a lot of people have no idea what they're feeling on the day to day. They have no idea. Like when somebody asks them a question of like, what do you want in life? Like they cannot come to any type of understanding because they've never done that deeper introspective work right that takes time and it takes a lot of effort at the same time so people put that on the back burner and they don't even want to go there um so now i'm starting to see like my emotions are my superpower and they're there for a reason and i am just in the unique position where i can feel it all instantly yeah and instead of ignoring it it You're needs using to, it. It needs to I be. I love that. Yes. That's something that you and our friend Julia, who will absolutely have to have on this oh, podcast, absolutely. have helped me with a lot is paying attention to why I have certain like knee-jerk reactions to things or feelings about yes. things or like if I get upset over a friend or an argument or a conversation, both of you separately unknowingly end up telling me something similar as to like, well, you know, it's okay for you to feel that way, but now you know for the future. Yes. Now you know. Yeah. Whenever you instead, start- I'd be like, okay, well, that pissed me off, but it's probably because of this. Yeah. And like, instead of looking at it, like, no, that made me mad for a reason. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the emotion is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And to listen to that and like, yeah, allow it. So next time you feel like whatever it is, that instead of using that as like a red flag or like a fire alarm that is just so fucking annoying, use it as like a compass. Yeah. And it's super helpful. Yeah. Which is what, why Brittany and I both, cause I think we kind of learned about Enneagrams at the same time, mm-hmm. but you dove like head first <laughs> into it. And I just kind of like, ah. <laughs> um, But that's why we both ended up really loving it and resonating with it because we both admittedly for a very long time were just like knee deep in astrology and then realized that there's actually a lot more personal ways to try to figure out who you are and why. Yes. So that's why we got into Brittany. (laughs) That's why we got into Enneagram. Um, And then Brittany just helped like, you know, bring it all a little bit more to the surface. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think that sometimes like – like Leah is really good at looking at things in a, a rational way and a in a do I? I feel like I'm such an irrational person. No, like for me, especially like if I bring you Maybe for other people like, I'm really rational. For myself, I get a little manic. <laughs> so like I look at everything in an emotional from an emotional lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas, that's true. Even if you come to me with a problem, I'm my emotions are turned on, and I'm like, that's okay, true. How emotionally would I deal with this? Like, here's a good example, okay. actually. Okay. And I'm not going to go into details because it's personal for you. Yes. But the other night, you got an inappropriate text message from someone. Yes. <laughs> inappropriate and completely unwarranted. Yes. And you know, I you ignored it. We both were just like, nah, fuck that. Yes. He gets no response. Yes. So no response was given. And what was it? The next day, the guy was like, uh, okay, you know. you Was that too much? Yeah. Like, was that too much? Should I have not sent that text is basically what it was. And Brittany was like, yeah, you know, it was a little uncomfortable. I didn't ask for it. You can't. He, she, Brittany just let him know, like, you can't just send texts like that without, like, a previous conversation. And he, what did he say? He was just like, well, you know, you could have just told me that. I'm and very, that was it. Yeah, like you could have just told me that. And Brittany was so emotionally yes. annoyed by it. Yes. Like she wanted to nix this guy completely and was like, no, absolutely not. I still can't believe he sent the message. Yes. Whereas I, I guess logically, yes. looked at it, um, or what was the word? Not logical. Did you say logical? Rational. Rational. Like the rational side of me, the logical side of me was just like, well, I think – that he actually handled that pretty mature. No, he shouldn't have said that. sent that first text. However, this follow-up text to me was this person saying like, okay, you definitely should have just let me know it was an inappropriate text instead of ghosting me on it. And, you know, just he basically was just saying like, speak up because I don't know you. You don't know me. We don't know how we are. You just got to let me know. 
And Brittany was just like, no, no I still feel <laughs> But then I understood stronger. that too, you know, like, yeah. well, if the, that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Yeah. But yeah, I guess like that's the rational side of me to be like, well, I think that was a mature response on his end. Yes. But then again, if the if, if it was flipped, I probably wouldn't have been as okay. Yeah. 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 So, I'm more rational to other people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I. That's yeah, why when that you said that, I was like, huh? Totally Am I like sense. that? So like for me, I was like. So I'm just going to, I don't give a fuck because I'm not going to see this guy. <laughs> he sent me, uh, I was at the dog park and he sent me a fucking frontal nude. And I have never met this man in person. We just got on hinge, you know, yeah. one of those hinge things. And it fucking jarred me, you know, <laughs> because I'm like, who the fuck first? I don't well, and it was the sense. middle of the and, day. And I was, you know, I haven't even saved his number in my phone yeah, yet. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I see a dick pop up on my phone while I, while someone is next to me speaking to me, you know, it's like, like I a have, normal human. Yes. Yeah. And so I ghosted him because I was like, fuck an unsolicited dick pic. And like we were talking about last night, I, I was, then I go with how, like, is he sending just unsolicited dick pics to? Yeah. This guy for sure. Girls. This guy for <laughs> sure just like went down the list and mass sent that. Totally. Because I had it was talked so to him for random. five hours. Yeah. Yes. It was so random. And so then, like, I can totally understand not ghosting somebody, but I don't know you. I've never met you. What the fuck do I owe you an explanation for? Yeah. You know? And that's how I feel. That's still, like, to this moment, I'm, like, still emotionally charged <laughs> for it because I'm, like, ew! That's so funny. I did not want to see this dick at 4 p.m. at the dog park. No. Absolutely not. I actually want to, I want to move that into something I'm still really emotionally okay. charged about. We're okay. going to move into a little bit of more pop culture for you guys that maybe didn't uh, want to listen to all of this banter about Enneagrams. <laughs> but Brittany and I, the other night, watched the Britney Spears segment on the, what was it, like the New York Times? Yeah, or, Reframing Britney. Yeah, mm -hmm. Reframing Britney Spears. And we won't go super deep into it because, you know, I don't know if everyone cares, yeah. but if you're actually, I mean, if you're our age, if you're, you know, a nineties baby yes. actually grew up in the nineties, then uh, Britney Spears absolutely shaped all of us yeah. in some capacity. Yeah. And this documentary has me emotionally charged. I am so upset and so angry about how this woman has been treated her entire life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that I'm emotionally charged in a different way, like <laughs> in a, in a, Okay, I, we won't even go there yet. Um, or maybe we will. What? So I was saying to Leah before we even started recording that I would have, as Britney Spears, I would have run away by now. Mm. Like, and, and Leah was like, uh, well, Oh, but her, her kids, kids, her money. And so no. she, so Britney Spears, just to like catch people up, obviously we all know Britney Spears. She's sold hundreds of millions of copies of, of all of her albums. She's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. She was kind of one of the first people to have the amount of paparazzi follow her and kind of attack her. Um, like she, I was telling Britney how I had read somewhere one time about how I was telling this Britney that <laughs> Britney Spears is kind of the reason why today's celebrities, like the Kardashians, for example, like why they shut down restaurants or shopping malls or stores and stuff when they go somewhere. And, uh, you know, a lot of celebrities nowadays do do that. But Britney Spears is why that started being a thing, like shutting down places and having like dummy cars at the paparazzi fall and stuff because Britney Spears was harassed for a decade. Yeah. And um, or more. So what happened is, you know, we all know the infamous 2007 incident where she shaved her head and she had a very public, very severe meltdown. And that turned into her going into a, what's it called? I can never say the word. A conservatorship. A conservatorship, which is a really weird thing that initially was ever invented and made for older people to have someone in their life that they can trust to make medical and financial decisions for them. That's the gist of what, a, what is it? Conservatorship. <laughs> what a conservatorship is. Yes. Well, long story short, Brittany's father and an attorney decided that they were going to fight to push her into a conservatorship, and they won, 
and it has been 12 years of Britney Spears's father and this like no name attorney, not no name. He's actually famous. Mark Wallet, Mike Wallet, or like Andrew like Wallet or something. Some wallet, and I'm like, um, even your last your last name, name is scummy. <laughs> yeah, and they've been in this. They've basically have been they. What's the right word? They control controlling her finances, everything, and but her not personal. just yeah, not just her finances, but her entire estate, which you know. I'm not in the tax bracket to have an estate, but I do know that estate actually means much more than just like her personal property. It's all intellectual property. It's all business, all personal, all anything and everything is what her estate consists of. So all of her music, all the rights to that, all of, you know, the shows she does, concerts, interviews, all of that, they control so she basically has to say what they say, when they tell her to say it, wear what they tell her to wear. I don't know if it's that serious, but that's what it feels like, at least. You know, like people who come to be her friends have to be vetted and you have to sign, sign NDAs NDA. and crazy, crazy shit. When she does do interviews, they have very, very strict guidelines of what the interviewer is allowed to ask, what they're allowed to talk about, what they're allowed to touch on. But over the last 12 years, there's been little things that have slipped through the cracks. Of course. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. And so I think it was 2018 when we, the public, started realizing that something was really off with Britney Spears, that things were really wrong. There was a few people that started digging into it. And that's when the public realized that she was in a conservatorship. Yeah. Like the pub, we didn't really know that she was in a conservatorship until two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. And unfortunately the media had a big role in that. The media were saying it was the paparazzi crazy. She's just fucking crazy. And you know, if that's all the information that we're getting, why would we think differently? And of course they were do working overtime to protect anything other than she's crazy. Right. She needs this conservatorship. Right. So it's like her her dad has been fingers deep into everything. Yo, he's like that, shoulders deep like, into everything Britney shit. Spears. And it's really sad. It's and so it's really sad. emotional. But it's not over. Can you say daddy issues? <laughs> like, oh, why do we all yeah. have them? I don't know, man. Um, so my emotional charged response was, fuck oh, it, yeah, yeah. I would run away. I would just run away. And Leo yeah, was Yeah, because like, I was saying, like, why is it that we only, like, why is it that she only just now is, like, speaking out? Like, I think it was 2019 where she finally was able to approach um, another attorney and get another attorney on her case. And now in 2020, she was successful in getting, well, the Andrew Wallet guy stepped down. Yeah. We don't know why, but he out of the blue stepped down just after asking for more money. And then she was able to get a bank, like I guess maybe the bank that she uses or just a bank to now be a secondary on her conservatorship. But the judge would not take her father off yet. Yet. Like the judge was very clear in saying that they, yeah, they left it open. Jamie Spears potentially could be removed at some point, but he is still on as of now. But she now at least does have a second party who is non-biased. Like a bank. An actual bank is part of the conservatorship now. So I can only assume that that means they obviously will handle her finances. Yeah. But man, is it fucked. Yeah. And it's so sad. So sad. So sad. And I would have run away by now. Um, I just don't know why it took so long for anything to come public. I don't know why it took so long for Britney to finally be like, no, you know what? I'm not going to do another concert. I'm not going to do another show. I'm not going to do any other type of recording until this is done, until I can get my life back. Because that's what happened. She like walked off stage in Vegas is basically what happened. And she was, because she was supposed to have her like second residency there. And she was just like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. My theory is that she was heavily, heavily sedated and drugged for many years. And she maybe just now, maybe she willingly or secretively lowered her own doses. I don't know. I don't know what it is. We don't know. We don't know, obviously, anything medical. This is just a a strong assumption on my end that she was, like, drugged, 
Yeah. And she just was like living in this weird la la land. And now she's out of it. And she's like, whoa, what the fuck? Where's my life? What is my life? Get me out of this. And what can I do? Like, that's the hard part of like where the legal system is involved. Like there's so many things that you just don't understand about the legal system. And so as a a person who is bound by this really insane contract, that has never happened. That has literally never happened. Yeah. I know that she has to be thinking of like, what the fuck can I do? What can I do? You know? Well, didn't they deny this one specific attorney to work on her case? Yes. Yeah, like that, a judge was like, no, you can't take on this case. Because that she was, Britney Spears was not in the right mind, yeah. quote unquote, to hire her own attorney. And so the judge How was like, no, up. fuck that judge. Fuck the legal But system. the whole argument is like, okay, well, she performs in Las Vegas every single night. She works. She does interviews. She does all this stuff. If she's in the right mind to work, how is she not in the right mind to make her day-to-day decisions? Yeah. I definitely just want to fist fight her dad. Yeah. Um, I think I could win. I want. I would actually like to fist fight her mother and sister. Okay. Because where the take fuck on, are they? You take them on and I'll take the dad on okay. and we'll free Britney ourselves. Yeah. Because Cause seriously, where the fuck are they? <laughs> where are Where's they? her sister? And I just... Where well, remember Jamie now, Lynn? Britney did try to get her mom on the conservatorship and did they deny I it? I think they denied it. I think it. they denied it. But like... What the fuck, man? And so the only thing, the only free outlet that Brittany has is her Instagram. Yeah. And she's been leaving subliminal messages like the last yes, year. believe. That people have been breaking down. There's entire like YouTube series breaking down and like TikToks and stuff. Yeah. Breaking down her messages on her Instagram. And it's just really fucking wild and totally. really sad. Totally. So hopefully we learn more within the next yeah. year or we'll two. Keep, we'll keep you guys updated. We'll keep, yeah. We, we, we might do another Stay episode. Stay tuned. On- on this, maybe yeah. a deeper dive. Maybe we'll do our own research a little bit. Yeah. And just like deep dive. All right. And get in contact with Britney. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we will be the ones. Hey, you we will never break know. through. If not us, then who? Yes. And we're actually going to leave you guys with that. That actually, I jokingly said it just now, but that is actually why and how I got Britney to agree to do this podcast with me because if not us, then who? And I think that you all should take that into your life about anything because really that's just how it is, right? We all have great ideas and sometimes we all have similar ideas. And if you're not the one that's going to do it and pull the trigger on your idea or your project, then someone else will. Absolutely. So if not you, then maybe me, (laughs) right? Maybe we beat you to the punch. So take that with you. We're going to be back next Monday episodes every Monday is what we're committing to. We hope that you stick with us. We hope that you love this. If you do, please, please, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Tell your friends. That in the podcast world is the best way that you can get this out there and you can help support us and help, uh, you know, maybe change someone's life because they can learn about Enneagram or something. Thank you guys so much for listening to us again. I'm Leah and this is Brittany. You guys know the vibes and we'll be with you next week.